Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yay Networks. Hey, I'm Jenna. And I'm Francisco. You know, we are new parents trying to navigate this chapter of our lives while trying to run our own businesses and doing our best to stay mentally and physically fittish. I don't know how good we're doing at that. Here's what you have to look forward to. <laughs> don't read it so much. <laughs> We've had to make a lot of compromises in the relationship, but it's sure. worth it, right? You've, I, there've been, there's been moments that I wanted to post something on social media and you're like, you're not going to post that, are you? That's for us. Well, can you imagine what it would be? I, I mean, I know we just got these tattoos together, but I don't know this dude. I got to go. Babe, the thing is that in that first trip to Mexico, I was aiming for your kidneys, oh. but, but I found your heart. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Fittish Podcast. I'm about to have a meltdown. Hi, Fran. Can we talk Hi. about your style what's today? News? What's news? Yeah. What's new or what's news? No, what's news? What's news? Oh, the meltdown. You know what's news is the fact that you... Can someone talk to me about the Idaho murders? Because no one in my life is paying attention to this, and I know okay. some of y'all are. And this isn't a true crime podcast. We're not going to spend any time talking about it because I'm no expert. But, like, no one in my life, you don't care. That four kids were slaughtered, two survived. This guy was a criminology student and made so many errors. It was such a disaster. What in the world is going on? It is very... Well, he's not convicted yet. It's very fascinating. He is charged. You're right. He's not convicted. But, oh, now you're going to act like you know some shit? You don't want to talk to me about it. Babe, how am I not going to know some shit if you talk to me all the time about it? I talk to him every night about it. Like, do you do, you do these things with your partner that you just want so badly for them to, like, engage with you about topics that interest you? And he has zero interest. Now, if it was about, like, MotoGP or... Have I ever talked to you about Vest, MotoGP? padded vests. Maybe I could get his Quilted. attention. What is this vest, by the way? It is my second to least favorite thing that you own. What's the first? Those studded shoes. <laughs> Have I ever worn them? No, precisely. So that's why they don't, it's not that important. I hope when Christian Labutani is not here. Which I mean, look, I'm not. I know uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna throw. I shouldn't throw any stones right now. One hundred percent. Because look at me. I'm a mess. I've been. Uh, we're gonna kind of get the into what that, we have going on. But really, can we just talk for a second? Like, when did you start? Is everything okay? Like, when did babe, you start wearing? I'm gonna this tell vest? one thing. A vest is a thing that you wear within fifty-eight no, and sixty-eight degrees Fahrenheit. Something that you don't need your arms warmed for your core. So today we woke up. You don't in have a to convince 58. me of practicality and the utilitarian ver like reasons behind this. It's just the aesthetic of the aesthetics of it. The I get the optics. The aesthetics are. Well, just and I was going to a question uh, ranch, so I needed to look apart. You rode some horses. I didn't ride some horses. I would have loved to. It's been a minute. Yeah. But uh, no, I was just showing it. Maybe we could this weekend in your homeland. Yeah. 
this weekend, tomorrow, I should say, this is kind of why I'm all over the place. So if this podcast is just a disaster, this is why. And those of you that have kids or even if they're grown, I'm sure you remember the days of those first trips and trying to pack for a baby because fuck, even when you're organized, it's overwhelming. And that's what I've been doing. So we're podcasting late tonight for you for this week. And then we are taking off. Um, Fran booked a flight that requires us to leave the home before 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. So I'm really overwhelmed with the packing. Combine that with my fear of flying. I would love nothing more than to medicate right now. Take a Delta 8, take a Xanax, have a glass of wine. But I have to focus. I can't get fucked up and then do there this because I'll forget. There's a like at eight. There's a what? A, a bus? bus? And gets there like around tomorrow around. Why don't you hop on it? No, because, because you know, I like to fight. What, is that a 24-hour bus ride? No, I think it's more. I'm so excited though. I, and you know, I love going to Mexico City. I love, I love Mexico City. And then we are going to a wedding over the weekend in San Miguel, San Miggy. Yeah. As we call it now. Yeah, so we're very excited because one of my work colleagues are uh, getting married, or two of them, I guess. Yeah, because workplace romance. No, they've been together, but they work for Fran. Yeah, so uh, they've been they they have been together for like the past eight years. So, and they're quite a bit younger than us. Are there? Is her family, both parents are Mexican, right? So will this be a traditional, like, big Mexican wedding? I don't think so, because she's not, like, she's Mexican. Both of her parents are Mexican. Both of her parents are Mexican. Both of them have lived in the United States prior to having kids. So they're very Americanized. She's, she, she's, never, she's never lived in Mexico. I need that thing that you put on your eyebrows, baby. It looks like you put, like, super glue. They stayed together. I need something like that. Mm. So anyhow, so they uh, they never lived in Mexico. So I see. So it's not like a huge yeah. Mexican wedding. It could be fun though, right? It if it's be. like the like, Americans trying to have a Mexican so wedding. Her family on her dad's side, they own this little bakery called Bimbo. So we have big expectations. Bimbo is like our version of Wonder Bread. Wonder oh, so Bread is, I think, owned by Bimbo. Is owned by Bimbo. Oh, so they're super rich. Well, somewhat. I, I I don't know. Well, then I'm excited for the wedding. Yeah, that could be fun. I mean, regardless, I love. Uh, we've been to a wedding in that area before. I I, may, I don't know. There's just something about. I kind of hate weddings. I, I I can be honest because I've been honest with y'all about. That's why I'm not personally having one. I kind of hate weddings, but. I have enjoyed the Mexican wedding. Yeah. Well, I've only been so, you long, know, like really they say um, that opposites attract. I think that's part of our opposites because I love weddings. Like, Explain to me what you love specifically about weddings. It's just a huge party. It's something where everybody's happy. Everybody's in a good mood. Every, like, it's such a great occasion to celebrate. And there's a lot of booze. There's a lot of food. See, in my thing, I get into the details with weddings. Like, people spend a lot of money. I always think about that. I know that's their choice, your choice to spend the money, right? But it's just not my personal way I'd like to spend money because I don't think I would enjoy it. We have a lot of small talk with people. Um, 
I don't tend to, I don't drink a ton of alcohol, so I don't care that much. Or I unintentionally get smashed and then vomit at one o'clock in the morning, even though I was trying to pace myself. Um, the food's usually pretty average. Like even if it's a nice wedding, I find that it's hard to keep food warm when you're serving hundreds of people. So food's usually like lukewarm. You've paid a lot of money per person for it. Usually it's actually usually kind of cold. Um, I think said you're seeing kind of my angles. That, yeah, but I'm I'm here to support you. No, for sure. So the food, this the the small talk, that's just a one percent. Like people go, you have to eat whether the food is not good. Recommendation, but it's just the ambience. Like, of course, if you have to do small talk, it's because you're in a wedding with someone that you don't know very well. Something I love about Mexican weddings is they have different, even though I don't know all the traditions, you know, the American wedding, how everyone at some point is going to do, you know, we have to do certain dances the DJ is going to throw on, you know, I, I now I'm forgetting all the dance names because, ugh, but like the, you know, the shuffle and like the Macarena and like, I just the chicken, like the chicken. No, I don't think they do that at weddings, do they? But regardless, y'all get what I'm saying. Like all that is just so corny cheese to me. I hate it. And Mexican weddings have their own version of that, but it's new to me because I didn't grow up doing all those bad, dan you know, dances. So I don't even know. And I just kind of look around like in awe of everyone doing, yeah. you know, no, we have the thing is that that's, you don't the do the, the pollo. <laughs> if I would have been born no offense. If I would have been born in, in the U.S. Yeah. and start going to weddings in the U.S., I might be in the same boat that you would be. Because I remember the first time I went to a wedding in the U.S., already living in, in Dallas. And, like, you know, I get there with my party pants. Yeah. Full on. What happened next is that ceremony. Pretty sterile sometimes. And then the, the reception was a two-hour thing. Yeah. And they said from 8 to 10. Yeah. And Mexicans, we have that, like from, from 8 to 12. And then the wedding just goes on till no, no, 6 a.m. No. I got I the hear. agenda for this wedding. There was something between the hours of 1 and 5 a.m. the next day. What? There's activities. Yeah. Did you see this? No. You didn't even look at the link? Which link? Uh, we'll get into that later. I like surprises. Um, speaking of surprises, we got something so great in the mail over the holidays. And as much as I resist like the New Year's resolutions, because I think it puts a lot of pressure, right? I think it is a nice time to reset. And I've been working really hard on my nutrition. Or I'm, I'm Okay. I'm starting to work really hard on my nutrition That's good. That's and good. traveling good safe. Traveling makes it tough. So no, I don't know um, if you saw how we're stocked up. Actually, I know because you've already dabbled in the bag and we got a couple flavors of Huel. Huel is so great. And I, I really struggle to get complete nutrition in the day. I mean, sure, I can pick and choose healthy things I want to eat. But when I'm really trying to, you know, kind of load up on protein and make sure I'm getting, you know, the right calories. I've been thinking about well, considering counting my macros, which is like a whole nother thing. Cause I've never done that before. But anyway, this Huel black edition is a high protein, nutritionally complete meal in a convenient shake 
So this means that in two scoops, let's say you're on the go and you're like, I'm busy. I don't have time to eat breakfast or lunch. This is usually mine and Fran's issue. Like, we'll, we'll, this is why we wanted to get into this because, you know, the whole day goes by and you're like, oh my gosh, I've had like a snack or I've had one meal and you feel crummy because of that. Right. So you're going to get everything you need in two scoops, including 27 essential vitamins and minerals and 40 grams of protein. Wow. Okay. Each scoop is 200 calories, but they recommend doing two scoops. So that's a 400 calorie meal, right? So you can adjust your serving size, but this is what's super cool about Huel that I've always had a hard time finding with other versions of meal shakes. This is vegan. This is naturally gluten-free lactose free zero artificial sweeteners, naturally flavored, uh, you know, no matter really what you're looking for, what your specifics are when it comes to a nutritional shake like this, uh, they're going to have it. And right now, when you go to Huel.com slash fittish, they're going to hook you up with a free t-shirt and a shaker. And look how cool the shaker looks. If you're watching this on YouTube, the whole branding is so cool. Like, look they at this thing. They sent us one shaker and Fran has been stealing my shaker. I like to say it's my shaker. It's our shaker. But exactly. anyway, I love I love the branding of this. This shaker is super cool. I love things like this. I love these free gifts. So anyway, Huel.com slash Fittish to get your free t-shirt and shaker with your first order. So this is great. I don't know. I think I tend to use, um, I've been doing my Huel either First thing in the morning, especially when I go into the office to work or when I'm home with Remy and, and making him food and don't have time to make myself a complete lunch. That's more my vibe for making it. That's when I like to do it. No, I think I think that's amazing. I think my it's my lunch, my perfect lunch. You got a cinnamon roll flavor and a caramel flavor. Yeah, yeah. it's a good lunch one. Yeah. yeah, delicious. So, yeah, check that out. Anyway, so after this... Um, I would love to hear from y'all. If there's anyone out there and y'all want to start like a group about talking about crime stuff, that would be nice because I don't really have anyone that I can talk to about that sort of thing. What's funny is I don't just look to Fran. I don't just look to you. I look, ask my mom. My mom's so supportive though. You know, she's actually here right now watching Remy. She's been her all days helping. She listen to your crime? No, she'll go, you know, sweetie, I haven't, but I know that you're going to tell me and I'd love to hear you tell me about it. She's so supportive. But if it was cowboys talk, Candy's I need, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candy's I need, in. Candy likes to listen to me talk. I need to get a. We need. I need to get a book of candy sayings just so I save myself because that could be a, like an amazing phrase I can say in the future. Like, sweetie, I've zero ideas of what you're about to tell me. That's what I. Nor would, cares. I would but, love that. I don't even think you're kidding right now, and I wish you weren't because it would change the entire vibe of our relationship in the best way possible because you are unintentionally such an asshole in the way that you talk. Like, when I'm trying to talk to you, you weren't expecting me to say that that directly. I'm direct, okay? You will be so disinterested in what I have to say, and I have a lot of words, and I want to talk, and I recognize I want to talk, but I look at you and I'm like, I just want to talk. Like, what do you think about this dress? What do you think about this? You know, I, I mean, I have interesting stuff to talk about. And you're just like, huh? 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 I've never say, huh. I always say sure. something like, wow. One word. Ah, uh, one word. It's just like, well, the thing is that I don't have anything to bring into a table besides listening. So I learn. You think that I'm an asshole because I listen. Don't say anything but listen. You can quiz me. 
So I returned Fran's Christmas presents today. Yeah. Well, not the ones I got him, the ones he got me. I haven't done that before. You usually are a really good gift giver. <laughs> I didn't you know I was about to get roasted today. Today, yeah. Well, you didn't. Or you're yesterday. Getting, or you're getting roasted because you, whatever. You're getting roasted because you didn't contribute any content to this podcast today. So it's all my ideas. <laughs> so. You threw in the towel a little bit this year on Christmas. You went, did like kind of a last minute, like. Let me just run to the mall. You know you did. Just admit it. Like, just admit it to the audience because I love you and I know you well enough because you're usually like hitting it out of the park up for these like occasions. And like, you just literally were like, what can I do in 20 minutes at North Park Mall? Like, I know that's what you did. You're <laughs> laughing because you know it's true. The thing is that it was like, yes, it was December 23rd, <laughs> but I had my route very well thought of. Oh, you did? Yeah, so I saw... What I bought you in Neiman Marcus, yeah. I saw it online and I saw it available. So it's like, I'm going to go do that. So that was on the wish list. And then you were my secret, secret Santa. Santa. Is that what you call it? Yeah. With my dad and stepmom and my half siblings over there, we decided to just draw names with like the six of seven of us, however many. So it wasn't as complicated. And apparently Fran had me and I didn't know. So it was just Santer. And uh, so I went and I was like, that was a little bit out of like, okay. And then I saw and I remembered like, oh my God, she just got a new phone. She needs a fucking expensive ass phone case. So the night of the, 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 the Christmas Eve, you know, when we were doing this whole thing, um, and look, I'm not, I'm just giving you a hard time. Like you're usually such a great gift giver. You really are. So, and it's not that what you bought me was terrible. Not at all. It's just, I felt that I could like use other things more and knowing you, it did feel like you kind of threw the talent a little bit, but he was so deflated when he got to this Christmas party. I guess he saw like on the drive over and I didn't put it together till later. I use these square cell phone cases, like cheap. They're like, I don't know, 15 bucks. Maybe I get them on Amazon. There's different vendors that make these, but I love this boxy square for some reason. I just, it looks cool. So of course that's like one of the first things I got when I got a new phone because you need a case. Can't let it be naked. So we're in the car and friends like, when did you get that? And then of course he's like gotten me this Rimwoa. What's the Rimoa. Remo what? Remoa. Remoa. They make those like really expensive suitcases, you know, like the hard metal ones. And uh, anyway, so that's the phone case he got me. So he's like, I like it. Okay. No, and the funny thing is that you got me a five. I'm just gonna sell you down the river a five hundred dollar sweatsuit. You wanted a sweatsuit. I love a sweatsuit. We don't have the money for a $500 sweatsuit. I don't need a $500 sweatsuit that's going to get baby vomit on it. A $100 sweatsuit? Sure. $500 sweatsuit? Dave, I can't win. You can't win. No, it was so, no, no, no. I'm saying it was so nice, but it was almost like, ah. Well, they, they had an $1,800. That's where I draw up. the line. No. It was like. I was like, this, I could return this and get, you know, well, A, you could get the money back which is still a consideration be shoes or sunglasses or something that I would wear like all the time, not a sweatsuit. It was, that's a, a $500 sweatsuit is it's heavy. 
We don't have the money for it. It wasn't heavy. Sweatsuit. It was light. It was cotton. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, it was just like a, a really nice gift. And it's a mother. I think we fucked up because like I got Fran air tags every day he leaves this home and he comes back an hour later having forgot something. He called a towing service that was going to come by this morning because he looked for two days for his car keys, swore they were locked in the car. They were in the couch. He loses everything. And I thought air tags were going to be, first of all, those things are not cheap. And I thought they'd be so great. What? They're there. I see. Now that you found found your items to put the air tags on. So all of his items have been like lost before he could put the air tags on, which is so funny. But uh, so oh, we're doing great. Fucking two years too late. What? Your gift. I know. I didn't know that about you. Can I ask you a question? Since clearly I don't know you very well. Like. Francisco. That's <laughs> my name. Okay. When I worked on the radio, I would often get up. I mean, every day I was out of the house by like five o'clock in the morning or, or so. Right. Cause I had to be there by like five uh-huh. fifteen, five twenty. So I didn't really know what your behavior was in that period of time other than I know you would usually go back to sleep for a little bit. Sometimes you wouldn't. You'd get up and listen to me on the radio when you were like really into me in the beginning. I remember. Yeah, I remember those days because you used to make the bed. And I, I'm just wondering like. I cannot you, make the bed right now because you're still sleeping when did, I wake up. Did you, please, I make it ever. Why, why are you even doing this? I can't even believe how defensive you get over your household chores and responsibilities that you don't do. Anyway, did you always lose stuff like your whole life? Has this always been an issue that you would like leave and go all the way to the office and go like, this is what Fran does every day. And I want to say it's dad brain. That's why I'm asking you. Cause I didn't know before you have wine on your face. I, he goes, he leaves for an hour and he comes home and I hear the door open. My mom will look at me if she's here that day or our nanny the other days. And we just kind of laugh because every day without fail, we're like, what did he forget today? And it's major things. Like, it's not like, oh man, I forgot, you know, something small. It's like his laptop. Like he leaves you know, every day without his computer. You know why it's an hour? And then he does it the same thing on the way home. So now I'm wondering if he's like having short term affairs because then he'll like come home and go, I got to go back to the office. I left my laptop. Like, how do you leave your computer? Do you know why it's an hour? Because now that we live in our country house, it takes me no, that long. No, I know long. why. But that's what I'm... No, 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 I know. I'm saying, like, you leave and it takes you until you walk into your office to go, oh, man. I was my in the garage today. computer and my wallet is at... And my like, car keys are at home. I needed to finish, like, a whole presentation at, like, uh, I'm just going to do it in my iPad. Like, no, you're not going to be able to do it in your iPad. So, but however, that brings me to my second point. That what is, was your first? My first point was the country house. The second is uh, that when we first met, I went, like, if you were to be in a support group type of setting, I said, hey, my name is Francisco Rizzo. I'm ADD. I said that from the get-go. Yeah, that's bad. So I'm ADD. Part of being ADD is that you don't forget some things, you forget the other things. Yeah, I got it. So, yeah, it was pretty well informed. Okay, so and it's disclosed. always been this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you feel like you just don't know your partner very well, or if, <laughs> if they're just missing the mark when it comes to the things that really make you happy, you should look into better health. 
This episode of the Finnish podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp's actually been a sponsor of the Finnish podcast for a very long time. We have both utilized BetterHelp for our own wellness needs. Yeah. I have it in my phone. You have my 911. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should should you be making some more regular appointments. This is what's so great about you know, Fran and I joke a lot and about our relationship. We definitely have issues. I mean, we fight poorly sometimes we get along great sometimes we get along terribly sometimes and i want him to move out and find an apartment nearby but not too far away and you know look you get it having a new baby is really hard on the relationship but life can be rough and seeking out therapy can be expensive it can be embarrassing it can be difficult to navigate and make the time for it better help alleviates all of that right so they're going to offer you um, you're going to go to betterhelp.com first, right? You're going to fill out uh, really what? How long did that take you? Like 10 minutes? Five minutes. Five minutes? 10 minutes if you're I put a little more effort into yeah. that. <laughs> if, if you don't know yourself very well, it's going to take you 10 minutes. So you're going to fill this out. You're going to talk about what your needs are. They're going to match you up with a therapist. You can change therapists after that first session if you don't like them. You don't have to even turn your computer camera on. Um, you don't have to leave your bed, you know, if you're going through a hard time. And most importantly, it's more affordable than basically all other therapy services out there. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash fittish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash fittish. So. How are we doing like relationship wise? So I was actually talking to someone today and I look at him and I was like, dude, I've been with Jenna for four years. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, I love Jenna so much. That's the longest I've ever been with a human being. Besides my parents. Really? Yes. You haven't been in a relationship longer than four years? No, no longer than 3.5. Wow. I didn't know we surpassed the last one. Did she die? No, no, no. Brian, if you don't get the joke that I bring up all the time, he likes much older women usually until me. So it's just, it's mo- uh, it's amortizing. It's we not jo- much older. Like right now, I'm in like ten plus ten minus. Okay. Did you ever give us a clear answer about like the the oldest age gap, the yeah, largest age gap? It was gap, around 25? fifteen years. It was not. It was the you're rounding way down. No, fifteen ish. It wasn't. It was less than twenty. That was the green card one. <laughs> oh, babe. Uh, so. So three and a half years. So this is something, right? I've had. Might have been. I guess I've never considered it really, you know, because I've had like some bad ones that were like, it's just different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, for sure. Because I normally don't stick around for longer than 3.5 <laughs> years. Why? Just because that's the least I used to give. Like, you know, like we're going to know each other. We're going to like each other. We're going to love each other. And then it's going to take us six months to get over each other. So. So three and a half years and then true colors come out. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. That's like next thing. So. You made me a kid. So I renew a a fucking lease here. (laughs) You renewed a lease. Yeah. You're so lucky. I am the luckiest. (laughs) That's my superpower. 
So anyway, I want to hear more about this conversation. You said, wow, I've been with Jenna for four years. Is it? Or that's, that was our anniversary or this year will be four? No, this year will be five. No. Yes, we started dating in 2018, December. Wow. Five. It's a long time. It's a fucking shitloads of time. Over under making it there? I don't know. I don't know. It's a day at a time. It's like the alcoholics. One day at a time. One day at a time. I know. I really hope I don't get pregnant again either. We have to be better. Like, oh, if, they, if you're just doing that for me to stick around, we already have one. No. I would not do that to stick around. No. I don't want to have another baby right now. Everyone asks that all the time. You love how we're like openly having this conversation in front of y'all right now. <laughs> I don't I know think why. We, we actually had that conversation for reals like maybe a day or two ago where we were like yeah. we both hesitant i just feel like we haven't i feel like i could be ovulating and we haven't been using like protection and i not that we've had like a ton of intimacy but even when we have like i'm like all it takes is one and i'm yeah, no worries what do you mean no worries like babe so saying? I said to Fran, I go, I really don't want to have a baby. He goes, yeah, but if you got pregnant, like, we'd have to keep we're it. I'm the, like, well, the, yeah, no shit. We'd have we're to keep using the Catholic it. method. Which is what? Rhythm. <laughs> we're just in a really bad rhythm. <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it. I mean, I have these days that I just, you know, the bam, bam. I saw a woman at the mall today and she just looked not good, you know, not like aesthetically, not like that. Just like she Which had a small. Did you go to? She had a. <laughs> what do you mean? Like which? I just want to know which mall did you find a woman that was looking not good? No, but I just said not aesthetically, not like she wasn't attractive. I'm not being superficial about it. It was like she looked overwhelmed, you know, because she was sitting there, and she had like an infant, like maybe a one and a half year old little girl who was like whacking the infant and she just looked exhausted, you know? And I'm like, no, she was stylish. She looked cute. But like, I just looked at her and, and like my inside started to hurt, you know? I know people just do it because you don't have a choice. But every now I'm on this TikTok algorithm too, that it's like going from zero, pe people feel differently, but everyone says going from zero to one child is like way easier than from one to two. And but people, that's the issue. And women are like, people have lied to you. Bamboozlers. Yeah, they're like, oh, no, once you have one, it's easy. For sure. Uh -uh. It's like, We'd be tag teaming at night. Are we? We'd have to, because like you'd have to deal with one and I'd have to deal with the other, at least right now. What happened? What's going to happen with your beauty sleep? I don't get where this is coming from. My beauty sleep getting up at 7 a.m.? Eight. When I tell y'all that I wanted to end the relationship the other night and now I'm about to live on this podcast again, Fran said, had the nerve to say to me in the middle of an argument that, you know, let's revisit the fact that he refuses to sleep train and let Remy cry it out at night. And so part of that is then you can fucking get up with him because I'm sick of it. He sleeps in our bed with us in the middle of the night. He kicks, he tosses and turns, he cries, doesn't like it. None of us get good sleep. So Fran gets up at 5.30 and then wants to complain about it. But this is his choice because he refuses to sleep train. Who's complaining about it? And so my beauty sleep, when I sleep for five hours and then I go back to sleep when you get up, you go back to sleep sometimes. Fran had the nerve to say to me the other day in the middle of a fight when I was trying to have our family meeting. He goes, 
You just don't understand what it's like to be so sleep deprived. Y'all, when I tell you that I lit a cigarette, (laughs) I'm serious. I was so fucking mad. I looked at him and I was like, you better find an apartment to live in. Like, I don't understand. You're going to look at me after like giving you a fucking child and like waking up in the middle of the night breastfeeding. I would look over at you and be like, yeah, I get that you've been up in the morning and I'm appreciative of it, but I do everything else around this house. I clean, I do all the bottles, I cook, I do all, I'm packing for a truck. What, when are, you're gonna pack what? Just for yourself, must be nice. Must be nice that everything just like magically that we need appears in this house, right? Just magic. I don't understand what it's like to be sleep deprived. I woke up for 15 years for a radio show. Y'all, I was so mad. He knew in that moment, you knew that you made a mistake by saying that. Cause I'm like, I don't understand. Okay. Well, now I see that you understand. Okay. How did you think our child was being fed? So. Every two hours in the first, in the first few months of his life. How, how, what was going on those nights? I was so sleep deprived. I don't even remember. Um, Men, I swear y'all having a baby just makes you hate men sometimes, doesn't it? Even men that you love. So. Where, where were we? Really excited that we're approaching five years together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I'm still on the option period of the renewal. I think the thing that drives me the most crazy, though, even having this conversation is that, like, you actually believe the bullshit that you're spewing out, you know? And that's what makes me so mad when we fight, like, that you're not, that you don't actually I, see I, my side of it, that it's like, I wow, she just went nine months of IVF sleepless nights, carrying a child, not able to sleep at night because she was so uncomfortable, then having a baby, then trying to deal with the hormones of that. And because you're choosing in the last like four or five months to not sleep train, like. I know, like this is the thing that. Let him cry. Rattles. Let him, okay. I'm trying to let him cry. Two minutes, You make it two minutes. And you're like. I am sorry I have a heart. Okay. Do y'all see this? See, I know it's hard. It's so hard to let him cry. He will Fran have- will go, Fran will go, I'm like, let him cry, let him cry. You know, you do the timer. What moms know, everyone listening to this that's a parent knows, let him cry. And then he goes, he's like, I heard him, I think, I think, I think he hit his head this time. I think he hit something, you know, but this is like every night there's a reason that he goes to get him. Babe, I don't know. Like, uh, you are absolutely right in that regard, but he's just crying. I get it. But I mean, that's what is is so hard about this for me, right? It's like there is no compromise there. But So there's a chance that I'm going to get out of town soon. So you're going to put it all on me after you've trained him to sleep with you in bed? No, no, no. I just want to see because you're the one brave in this relationship that can let him cry. Maybe that works. There's something about him crying that I just cannot handle. Trust me, I get it. It's hard. Oh, how's your um? Let's switch gears. We have a, we're gonna do some Q and A, and Fern and I do still love each other. I promise, but we do argue clearly. This is this has been an issue for a while though. Just the whole sleep training and lack of sleep. So, are you okay? I'm, I'm okay. I think. Uh, I know you got a rower. Yes. Right? 
I know you got a rower and we've been talking about getting our nutrition back on track. And I know this is, um, Remy fell. That was Remy falling for sure. What? So yes, I got a rower. Yeah. I've been using it every two weeks, but I've been killing it. Um, no, I really need to like get back on track with my health. Well, if you're feeling how Fran is and how I am too, and I mentioned that I was kind of considering tracking, um, macros macros and just being more focused on my nutrition noom has been a sponsor of the fittish podcast for years now and noom is awesome because noom is a psychology based approach so this isn't some strict diet right like they believe which i believe too that a lot of our poorest eating habits come from kind of where we're at psychologically you're stressed you're tired you didn't have time to eat during the day why why do you eat late at night you know, do you eat when you're sad? Do you eat when you're stressed? Do you not eat, right? And the things that throw you off balance. And I just think that, or you know what I've noticed too with people, and I'm not this way. Um, I've noticed this like about your mom, for instance. And I know that this is so psychological, right? And I've told you this. She will not um, ever have any like waste of food, right? Like, the plate clearer, you know, and if there's leftovers, she will eat it. And it's interesting because it comes from a place of how she grew up and, you know, and growing up more kind of like poverty stricken, right. Or like food poor, I guess you, you've said that they, there were lots of kids and not enough food to go around. So they were taught to like eat everything, but that's so mental, right? Like she can't ever shake that. So it's just, the point is, it's really interesting when you think about the psychology of why we eat and what our eating habits are. And look, let's be real. We live in an app-based world. So if there's not an app for it, I don't want it. And Noom's app makes all of this so easy and accessible. You know, I love, if you're interested in this kind of thing, they offer daily lessons or I can touch base with like my own personal coach, do these check-ins. You know, there's accountability there, It's right? so amazing, the fact that they have that direct contact. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you'll literally get assigned someone that helps you stay on track with your goals, depending on what that is. Uh, and that really, that's what matters, right? It's getting into new habits every single day. Absolutely. Noom Weight is just an awesome program. 4.6 million people have uh, been helped by Noom Weight to lose weight. And this is going to be practical stuff that you're going to be able to stick with, right? Not like a Let's restrict calories and it's all going to come back on here in a few weeks. This is a more long-term approach grounded in science. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom Weight psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash fittish. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash fittish to sign up for your trial today. And check out Noom's first ever book, The Noom Mindset, a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change. That's available to buy now that. wherever books are sold. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. So, so are you thrilled to go out of town? I'm so excited to go out of town. Um, 
I'm excited to see my family. I'm excited to bring Remy to Mexico again. My family adore him and they don't get to spend much time with him. So I'm very happy about that. And I'm actually excited about taking him in a plane because it's a different time in his life. And he gets excited about different things. Yeah, I got him masking tape for the seat yeah, and I stickers. Saw, I, I got him it. activities for the airplane and all his things. I'm going to, as soon as we're finished here, I'm going to go pack. Good. Finish packing. Mm-hmm. Well, like if you do as I do, you just wake up the next day and there's a bag for him. I know. That must be so cool, huh? Yeah. Just I think amazing. there's noms. Like there's like, we have like, like little like. Yeah, Santa helpers. Amazon, no, yeah, Amazon's free. It just comes. I don't know where that comes from. It's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's fun to be Fran. Fran, speaking of, how do you maintain such a funny, positive attitude all the time? Just because I do a lot of drugs and drink. Do you? No, actually, no, just at night. Just at night what? Delta 8. But no, how do I keep being serious? Like, I think... A positive attitude is a choice. And there is positive on anything. Good answer. Will you consider selling men's fittish workout apparel or t-shirts? We do. Yeah. Not not at this point. No, me. Oh, you... <laughs> I thought you were asking me, like, if I would be willing. Well, I mean, it's a question about fittish workout apparel. I don't think... Well, I don't know if they need a male model for the workout apparel. Okay. These questions are actually all for me, but I'm going to pose them all to Fran, okay? Um, Fran, advice... I'm not in a menopause yet. What does that mean? No one asks if I'm in menopause. They ask if we needed any more ambassadors. Yeah, we do. Menopause? Melopause. Are you on drugs right now? Not yet. Is everything okay? Yeah. Advice for journeying through grief. My grandfather just passed away and I'm not doing very well. What is your advice? Y'all just wait for this profound answer. No, there's not. Like, just sad. Like, I think... Just... Stick to the good memories. Grief is, grief's a journey, right? Like my experience with grief and someone close to me lost someone very close to them not long ago. And I kind of talk openly with her about her, like, it's a process, never ending, I think. Um, I think time, it gets better. But everyone's different, right? It was so weird to me and interesting what I learned about grief when Kid Craddock passed away. because. I reacted very differently than like other people that were close with him, right? Like everyone kind of does their own thing. Some people want to talk about it, talk about them, look at photos, hear their voice, watch videos. Absolutely not. I did not feel that way. I wanted out of sight, out of mind, because of course it's not out of mind. You know, I didn't want to reminisce, but I think whatever makes you feel good on that day, you should do, right? But for me, creating some new memories and just giving yourself some grace, you know, time, right? I mean... Time's the only thing. It's like a worse than a breakup, right? I mean, time's the only thing that really heals and helps with anything. And I don't know. I think sometimes I think it's almost impossible to get over the loss of someone. You know, you just start to learn to live with it. Correct. Live with the feeling of it, right? We don't want to end on a on a super sad one. But um, 
How did you get your friends and family to throw you a low key baby shower? Sounds amazing. That one's for you, Fran. So first of all, you have to be nice to them. Yeah. Yeah. So, or if you're not nice to them, ask them directly. I think that's the other route or send a hint. It's like, Hey, um, I'm about to have a baby and I haven't showered yet. I felt weird being pregnant. I, I had a friend throw a baby shower for me and I was insistent that it was like very small. I mean, maybe 10 people, just really casual. I think I'd do it even differently if I were to redo it. You just don't know what you want, you know, but I think someone has told me and Fran loves to celebrate and loves to have parties. Right. And I just don't. I am so happy at the times I have celebrated things, you know, even in my own way, in a small way. Um, because it is such a nice memory, right? Like you want to mark those occasions. And, um, I think just planning a party can be really difficult. It's just not my vibe, but it is nice to celebrate these occasions. Like Fran and I have been yet another thing we argue about, like Remy's first birthday is coming up and I don't want to do anything. Really. I don't want to spend the money. Um, if anybody knows Miss Rachel or Miss Rachel's agent, uh, please, uh, sleep on my DMS. I just want to see, like, we will let her be part of the podcast for free also. Yeah, just, exactly. We'll throw that in. Yeah. Uh, and then some of these other questions are uh, more for me for business, because I'm going to do a Q&A tonight on Fittish as soon as we wrap this podcast. So y'all can check that out. Uh, do you have any goals for the year? I have many goals for the year. Okay, why don't you just give us like a goal? So I have. My main goal is to store balance, have a better equilibrium when it comes to family, work, friends, Mm -hmm. and health. So that's my main goal. I like that. My second goal is personal goal, just fitness and health. And my third goal is to be a better partner. Oh. And why is the second before the third? Because I have to put my mask first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if I look hot, you're going to see me hot. That's amazing. My goal for the year two is for you to be, become a better partner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. We should. Page. We agree on that. Cheers. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm going to go pack. Um, I'm going to go pack for this eight or nine day trip that we're going on. So we'll catch you next week. Anything you want us to talk about, uh, email us, let us know, get some feedback. And, uh, Fran has some ideas for some guests. He wants some like parenting experts to come on. Oh, the yes. show. So we found someone he likes, so we're going to have to try it. We could enlist the help of the, of the audience to reach out What's to the guests they want. I don't know. I don't follow. Oh yeah, yeah. But for sure, if you have a guest, yeah. Well, yeah, we could use the power of the podcast to reach out. Absolutely, well, he has like a million followers. People like that are hard to book on the show. But hey, it's worth asking. Why don't you start reaching out? Yeah, for I, start I will booking guests. So that our next guest is gonna be this porn star. That no, we're gonna have this amazing parenting expert. <laughs> if my life depends on it. Wonderful. I would love that. I would love that. Good. Okay. Well then, uh, I'll see you in Mexico. I'll see you some other day.
see you another day. I'll see you. See you next Wednesday. Tonight. (laughs) Shut up. We will uh, catch y'all next week. Bye.